I've been in Klamath Falls serving at St. Pius Church uh, for uh, 11 years. And I travel, go fill in for priests like today for uh, in the diocese, Archdiocese of Portland and Diocese of Baker. I go home to Tanzania uh, once in a while, maybe after a year or two. And most of the time when I go there, I stay at my, my community, my religious community. I'm a Benedictine, as I said. So one of the, uh, the vacations that I was there uh, at the Abbey, there is a senior brother, senior monk. He uh, works in the village and plays with kids and he teaches them catechism. He also have uh, two or three uh, uh, tailoring machines and he teaches some, you know, the girls and boys to do the tailoring. So every day he's walking to the village, every day. Every day, walking to the village. No bicycle, no motorcycle. He walks there. So we notice, and I notice too, that he, all this time he has only one pair of shoes. He's wearing this pair of shoes to church, to the village, everywhere. One pair of shoes. So I thought to myself, oh, well, you know what? This is easy. I can buy another pair of shoes for him. So I went ahead and bought a pair of shoes I gave to him. Well, he thanked me. Well, after a week or so, a brother comes to me, another brother. He says, you know what? The brother you gave the shoes? Yeah, he gave them in the village. I was very mad. <laughs> I bought him an extra shoes, so that, you know, extra pair of shoes so that you know, he can have more rather than having only one pair of shoes. But later, as I got angry, I began contemplating what he did, giving this pair of shoes to another person in the village. And it dawned on me like, wow, this is something to learn. He has a pair of shoes. He found somebody who doesn't have one who doesn't have one, and he gave that pair of shoes to this person. You know, after my anger for a while, you know, I went back to some of the monks and I said, you know what? We really have to learn a lesson from the brother. We need, lean to, we need to learn a lesson from the brother. And I, you know, I, I asked among ourselves and I said, you know, how many of us, you know, in our, our rooms, we have like six, 10 pairs of shoes? And what if somebody, among ourselves, comes to your room and takes a pair of shoes from your room. How, what, what would be your reaction? Probably that person would be in trouble. That was a discussion. That was a discussion. I learned from this brother. And that's what I think is the spirit or is the message of the gospel today. It's not bad to have a lot of things. This young man came to Jesus. He was a good man. He was a good man. He wants to inherit the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus tells him, the first thing, keep the commandments. And the young man says, well, you know what? For these ones, no problem. I have been keeping them all my life. Jesus looked at him and loved him. How nice. 
He loved him. He did everything well, keeping the commandments. Well, he said, well, okay. You did very well, but there is an extra step. Go sell your possessions, give to the poor, and you have treasure in heaven, then come follow me. The young man, face fell. He went away sad. He went away sad. And the gospel continues to say, because he had a lot of possession. He had a lot of possession. He went away sad because he had a lot of possession. He couldn't sell to give to the poor. Is it bad to have good or to have possessions? No, it's not bad to have possessions. But the thing is this. Material goods are good. The bad thing, the danger, lies in attachment. Attachment, that word you remember today. Attachment to material goods. That's bad. That's bad. As I learned from this brother, our senior brother at my monastery, selling a shoes, a, a pair of shoes, not selling, giving to somebody for free. That's really something to learn. He's not attached, he was not attached to material goods. Well, until today, we know very well, he have maybe two or three, uh, maybe two or one pair of uh, trousers. Very simple. Until today, as to this speaking, detachment. Detachment from the material goods. And that's the lesson we have to learn. It's not bad to have material goods. It's not bad to have uh, possessions. We need material goods to make our life simple, to make our lives easier, to make our life comfortable. We need that. Does that material possession hamper you from worshiping God, from developing your relationship with God, from being close to God? That's where we have to draw the line. What do these material things that I have help me to inherit the kingdom of God? And the gospel today, from the very beginning to the end, there are these sentences, these are phrases, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. What do I do to inherit the kingdom of God? No question, all of us here, we are Christians, we are Catholics, we follow God, we believe in God for only one reason, only one reason, the kingdom of God. And therefore, we have to make all efforts, all efforts to get to that destination, the kingdom of God. Material goods, how do they help me to get to that destination, the kingdom of God? Let us be challenged. Let us be challenged and encouraged in a way to move forward and to forget about material goods. To forget about material goods in the sense that to detach ourselves from material goods so that if we use the, these materials, they help us to get to the destination, the kingdom of God.
Peter, after observing what has happened to the young man, he says to Jesus, uh, well, we have left everything, you know, Jesus. And Jesus tells him, whoever have left brother, brothers, sisters, mother, father, lands, for the sake of the kingdom and me, for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of the kingdom, will get these things here on earth with persecutions, not free from persecutions, and finally, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And that's what is important to all of us. My dear brothers and sisters, let us have material, uh, uh, material things. Let us be worth as much as we want. But to remember one thing, we need the kingdom of God and work towards that goal. Towards that goal, the kingdom of God, using the material goods, the means that we have today. And that's the message. Let us be detached from the material goods so that we can inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. I could say more, but uh, I will stop there. Uh, may I share with you, because I have been here before and have been asking you for donations for Clean Water Project in Tanzania, I want to thank you very much for your support and for many of you who are sending uh, uh, donations to Columbus Falls towards this uh, project. I'm happy to report to you that the last project that I have been uh, uh, talking to you was here in 2019. We, had, uh, we have a village of about uh, 5,000 people and we have them clean water. We had uh, water drawn from the higher ground to the lowland, and this, uh, this October, next week or so, they will be finishing to build the last water concrete tank. This will be the second one. The first one is done. This is the second one. Uh, the second will be finished uh, this October, and people will have water at their disposal. I want to thank you very much. I want to thank you very much that your, 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 your money went to a good cause to save the lives of the people. When we have these people get water, when we get people water, when we give people water, what happens? The first, health of the people. Health of the people. There are many people, especially children, die because of abdominal problems. They drink water from contaminated sources in the rivers, streams, open wells, but with this system, they have clean water. Abdominal problems are reduced, are completely white. That's the first thing. The second thing, the second thing, taking an example of this village that has, uh, we are completing the, uh, the, uh, the project this uh, month, is located close to the National Park Wildlife. There have been reported cases when women go to fetch water, you know, two miles, three miles. People have been killed by lions. People have been attacked by hyenas. People have been, you know, snake bitten because they have to walk longer distances. And sometimes they do that during the night. People have been killed with provision of water at their, uh, uh, at their, water, at their villages and close. That problem is taken away. That problem has been taken away. Thank you very much. Another advantage that we give people water, especially women who have to walk distances, you know, wake up early in the morning or, you know, go to uh, fetch water late in the evening after, you know, doing other uh, activities, that now they have time to do other economic uh, activities without worrying about uh, where to fetch water or walking distances. 
to fetch water. And I want to thank you so much for uh, your support. And the need for safe drinking water is very huge. It's very huge. And probably you will ask, where's the government? Yes, the government is there. It's not idle. The government has a lot of things, have a lot of projects to help people. They provide water to many places, many towns, but still they cannot satisfy everybody with the limited resources that the government have. And so religious communities and other institutions, we do help a little bit to have people have safe drinking water. So please continue to be generous as much as you can uh, to help other villages uh, to have clean water. The next project that uh, we have in, uh, 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 in, the, in, the, in our program is a village of about 2,000 people. And here in this village, we have, we, we, this is the plan. We will drill well, we will drill well and install solar pump, install solar pump. After we install solar pump, we'll have a, a reservoir tank, and then we'll have a, a pipes distributed on the streets. And in this uh, particular village, we have an orphanage. So we need these uh, little kids to be able to have access to clean water. Right now, you know what they do? The kids have to walk a little bit to go fetch water for themselves. Here in the US, that will be called labor charge. Not there. Not there. It's not labor charge. What do you do? It's not child labor. That's what I want to say. It's not that the, the people, children are put to work. It's part of house chorus. It's part of house chorus. So that's the next project that we are doing. Please, if you, uh, uh, you can, uh, uh, again, think about uh, you know, buying maybe a section of a pipe or a, a bag of cement, you know, build a reservoir tank, a bag of cement, about $9. A section of a pipe, about $10. That's, uh, it's not a, a big pipe like four inches. This would be about one inch pipe, $12. So please, if you can support this project. I do have an envelope uh, at the, uh, at the uh, tables at the, uh, the door. When you leave, you can use those envelopes for your donation. You can give the donation to me today, or you can send the donation to Klamath Falls. When you write a check, write it payable to St. Mauro's Mission Appeal. That phrase is on the envelope. It's on the envelope. So you can use it for your donation. Again, I want to thank you very much for your support of this mission work, and thank you for listening. May God bless you. And final thing of our homily today, my dear brothers and sisters, we all want the kingdom of heaven. Let us be detached from material goods.